This is my Independence Day The moment I got on top The moment I climbed her anyway I try not to think about The things that bring me pain They still creep in I'm happy on top of this mountain A long ways from home It's where I've wanted to be Hello there, listeners. I opened up this segment with a clip from a song that I wrote, and I'll get into the details of that song in a little bit, because it'll guide how I'm going to explain the topic of this podcast episode. But I just wanted to do a short introduction and welcoming. I feel like that's important. It's important to welcome, set the stage for the listener to show honor, to show respect. It's a constant exchange. Every second that passes is you exchanging with me your attention and me exchanging with you something that entertains you in some way. It might entertain you educationally. It might entertain you just um, to hear another human's perspective and almost feel like you have a friend and my voice and my thoughts and my and my perspective of what it's like to be a human so we're exchanging those two things simultaneously so to keep my end of the bargain I want to make sure that you feel respected and honored when you tune into my show so that song my human experience podcast As I get older, what at one time felt like a mountain of obstacles and difficulties and challenges and things I didn't know what to do with now seem just like checkpoints on a map. You know what I'm saying? At one time, they were the biggest deal, and now I can just recollect them and I've grown so far from it or out of it that I can actually talk about what was once so difficult in my life I couldn't even articulate in the slightest what I was going through. Now I can revisit and review and offer it up in case it could help any of the listeners. Or maybe you know someone who's going through some kind of difficulties and something that you've heard me say you can just easily share and just say, hey, check this guy's thoughts out. He's a little crazy, but there's sincerity in his talk and there's authenticity in and how he displays his life. And there's really no gain out of it. See, because we're we live in a world where it's it's difficult to trust anything because you have all of these companies who are telling you that they're about your safety or that they're about like I, I was driving past a 
complex, apartment complex yesterday as I was working and it just had a sign, a banner on the outside of one of the buildings that was visible from the street that said, we love our residents. And I just thought of that. I was like, all I could think of is rich guys in suits in a meeting saying, hey, let's put a sign out that says we love our residents because we want to create a culture that our residents feel like they're loved so that they'll give us their money, you know, I guess to, to, to oversimplify it. So what I'm getting at is it's difficult to trust anything. So when you hear someone who's a little sincere and a little authentic, it's worthwhile because we got to stick together nowadays. And that's why I love podcasts. And that's why I'm recording this is this is a good chance for us to share our experiences of this world independent of the media culture and independent of the culture of what we hear in our everyday radio station music, radio station shows, topics of politics. It's like everybody is invited to play this fabricated game of reality. But it's not, it's just a game. It's a game show. And it comes with political talk and trends of, of what fashion clothing to wear and what food places to visit. Just check a review on Google. It's, it, 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 it's, closely, it's closely related to everyday humans doing everyday things. But there is this sense of fabricated reality that makes it difficult for us to truly engage with one another and the struggles of one another and the benefits of one, one another, which I think are vital for a healthy well-being. So think of it like eating a hamburger from a fast food restaurant or buying ground meat from the store, taking it home, cooking it yourself, seasoning it, um, grating some fresh cheese to put on top, slicing fresh cut jalapenos see what i'm saying and and ingesting that into your body one i believe the whole process is more satisfying but it's also you're 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 ingesting ingredients of of a better of a greater quality versus the fabricated form of the same ingredient so in this case you know a jalapeno is not a jalapeno and a tomato is not a tomato because the tomato that you bought from the store and you cut in your kitchen and then put onto your hamburger is different than the tomato that was frozen shipped across the entire nation and then put in a, a cooler in a small restaurant and then eventually cut one morning three hours before you bought lunch at that restaurant joint and it was thrown onto your burger you see what i'm saying so likewise content is there's fabricated content and then there's authentic real content and i believe that's what i spew out here on this podcast and that's what i mean if it's not just effective for you you might be able to share it with someone else and the world can just get a little bit better tight-knit uh, it's worth it for the people in the water who are waving their hands asking for help you see what i'm saying uh there are a lot of people i don't give a fuck about and mainly i don't give a fuck about people in general because it's difficult to coexist alongside so many millions of people who are playing the that fabricated reality culture game where I'm just trying to just have a true well-being, enjoy the benefits of America, go to work, um, accept my responsibilities, pay my bills, put my turn signal on when I'm changing lanes. You see what I mean? Be respectable 
and considerate of others, but uh, typically I'm isolated and I'm introverted. So I like to share my heart through these podcasts because I can do it at a distance and I can still at least feel that I'm giving um, my karma back into the universe. Taking, I'm bearing my cross in other words. I'm taking on the sins of humanity. Instead of turning resentful for all the shit that I feel like has been wrongly done to me, I'm going to turn it into advice. I'm going to give my I'm going to put myself on the cross in other words. So anyways, life is struggle. That's just how it is. And this is the best philosophy that I've simplified down to that fits more aspects than any other philosophy I've ever had. A lot of times your philosophy you have to create red flags or delusions for things that you don't necessarily understand to make sense in your reality so that your ego can stay uh, in check, basically, and still feel like you're the one controlling your life and you're doing what's best for you and that the unknown is not about to turn your boat over like a rogue wave hitting a ship. So I believe that accepting life struggle has helped my well-being. It's been annoying and it's been frustrating, but it's 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 pro. It, I, I'm accurately uh, approaching whatever is in the unknown, because then when something happens to me, I'm less likely to get in a fit of anxious rage like I used to, and I'm more inclined to problem solve to actively problem solve and find a way over the obstacle. In fact, if I wasn't doing that, I don't know what else I would be doing. So when I look back on problems in my life that were at one time great, now I can talk about them and share what I've learned. So we go back to that song at the very beginning. I just it was just an excerpt the, there's the entire song. I actually had the the sense somehow to record it, and it's on my YouTube channel, which is my human experience. And um, you'd have to scroll down because I have a bunch of videos up there. So what I did is I climbed a, a fourteen thousand foot mountain in Colorado. It's called Mount Beardstap, and I had my guitar on my back. It's the first time I climbed a fourteener. And I had just moved to Colorado after leaving Oklahoma because of basically my my belief system broke down. It was shattered once I the court once I went through the court system to try to get rights to my son <clears throat> because the woman that I conceived him with and I didn't continue our relationship with one another. It was apparent. It was obvious that we weren't we were going in different directions, but we had a kid together which is foolish. And this is why our parents tried to tell us this. But, you know, I experienced the hard way and now I'm older and I'm wiser for it and I just want to basically squeeze that orange and offer you up the juice. So, I was climbing that mountain and I got to the top and I just sat down and I had my guitar cuz I knew even before I climbed that mountain there is a song up there that I had to put myself at the top of a mountain to finally let it come out. It's stirring in my soul, but I didn't know how to get it out. So I climbed this mountain, which was a bitch to climb. I mean, I, I had totally underestimated it, and I overestimated the fact that I had been working out all my life, and that I was in great shape, and that I was lifting. 
but still it doesn't matter that you still you have to dig deep to get on top of those mountains which is a lesson of itself so when I got to the top I sat down I set up a rock to hold my phone up so it could it could be faced towards me and then I just recorded a song literally so on that video that is the I didn't even write the lyrics they just came out so it's a very special song to me and I replay it now just to revisit and not forget it's a it's a check mark it's a checkpoint in my life and I've basically downloaded that that lesson into that song so anytime I play it it opens up to all of the other things that I learned at that time and it was on July 4th 2019 or was it yeah 2019 and I, I, I just left everything that I knew and I was I was ready to rebuild and accept the unknown and figure out who I am and what I'm doing and I just said this is my Independence Day the moment I got on top the moment I climbed her anyways and what I was saying to myself is that life broke me down, man. When I got my son taken away, my belief system shattered because I was like, there's no fucking way that all this shit that I just did in the name of God, because I was raised Christian in Christianity, and we were about bowing down and praying to Jesus and that there's no other way to get to heaven except through Jesus, and I took that seriously, man. So I felt like a fool when my intellect caught up to what religion, I was using religion to cover up in my life. So when I finally decided to actually look down that hallway, see what, what I did is there was a dark hallway and I painted the door with religion. So when I decided to actually confront that darkness, I realized, man, there's no God, there's no this, there's no that. But that doesn't mean that the lessons in Christianity were entirely wrong because I think there's a lot of use you can get. And I still, to this day, hold on to a lot of the teachings because I believe they are extracted wisdoms from our ancestors, thousands of thousands of years passed down through different stories. Different cultures a lot of times have similar concepts just interpreted in, in, in separate creative ways that they imagined. And you know, one story is 66 books of the Bible and another story is Peter Pan or the Lion King. Let's have the same kind of ways to teach using stories to help us understand those gray areas of life that aren't black and white and we can't just articulate them. It's kind of like if you were trying to explain to someone how to open and close your hand. Like you, you wouldn't be able to explain that to them. We don't know. Our, our intellect, that reaches its capacity. You would just say you just do it. So a lot of that is involved in life and as we've evolved, this is just what I believe, we've done our best job at passing these wisdoms, this extracted wisdom, and the only way we could, which is through story, storytelling. So the only problem I could say with Christianity would be taking it far too serious and getting to a point where, you, you know, you you lose sight of the forest um, because you're, you're too focused on one of the trees. It's a, kind of like the case in point there. And... So my belief system had broken, right? So I, you, just trying to put you in perspective on, on where, where this song came from, and then I'll wrap it into how this can benefit your life or anyone that you know. And my, my world just changed. So nothing made sense anymore. So everything was on the table. I mean, I was shaken, man, to my core. But this is how this was the dragon. 
there was gold behind and this was the dragon and I decided this time to not run but to slay that motherfucker and get what was hiding behind it. So the mountain, getting on top of the mountain was a physical representation of what I was doing in my life as I was getting on top of all of the criticism of my life from my son's mom. I mean, she ripped my ass and I mean, manipulated me left and right and took any gab, any jab she could to try to make me suffer. And I just had never experienced or thought that someone would go so far out of their way to make, to see to it that I hurt because something didn't go their way. Something as small as, or as, as, as common as two kids who are 21, not knowing what they wanted in life, but being too impatient and still trying to force this family game to work. And it just couldn't work. The tighter we tried to hold on, the faster it came out of our grasp, like sand. If you take a handful of sand, if you hold it loosely, all the sand will remain in your hand. But the more you try to grip it, the more it starts to escape. And then it comes out of your knuckles and your, the, the gaps in between your skin. And eventually it just falls out of your hand. And that's kind of what it was like. And then I just, what I, anyways, it's not to get too deep into that, but the point is, is that I was hurt and I ran, not away from the problems, but I ran like Forrest Gump in, when he was getting shot in Vietnam. He just ran out because there, it wasn't safe anymore. It's not about being a coward, it's about realizing I, this is overwhelming and it's time to find cover because I have to get my shit together. I, I have been, I have been hurt. My, my, my camp has been invaded and I have to regroup and rebuild. So I got to the top of the mountain. This is my independence day. The moment I got on top, I was making a statement of my life. The moment I climbed her anyways, in spite of all of the pain, all of the turmoil, all of the confusion, the fact that I didn't have any family members who were even helping the situation. They were actually causing it to become more complicated because they were validating my son's mom because they saw it as, well, you know, we want to be nice to her, but they didn't realize that behind the smile she was given, she was being evil. So anyways, in spite of all of that, I still got on top. I found a way on top. And it's not to say it was just me up there. There wasn't an audience I was playing for. So it's not like there was arrogance behind that statement. There was just humility behind it and there was reverence behind it. The moment I climbed her anyways. I try not to think about the things that bring me pain. But sometimes they still creep in. And that was just my mind flowing at the top of that mountain. I was just like talking to myself, talking to the mountains, talking to the air, talking to God, essentially. God in a sense of, you know, the, the unknown, the, the, the external world that clearly is stronger than I am, that I have to continually adjust to. <clears throat> I'm happy on top of this mountain, a long ways from home. It's where I've wanted to be. So clearly I got to a state I, I, I may I took a chance I may took a risk during an attack basically and I left into Colorado and I basically decided that I'm going to put myself in a position to regroup and rebuild my life so what am I trying to get at here that was just an introspective insight on what's happened in my life before 
so that you because a lot of times in stories we find commonalities and those commonalities are how we bridge the gap from what we 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 don't know and what we can know from someone else's experience and i'm just trying to curate that for you and make it as direct as possible and i'll get better as i as time goes on so what's the struggle in your life have you had something happen to you that's caused your system, your belief system, to, to completely fail because of its contradictions to itself? In other words, you're telling yourself that life is one way, but it is so powerfully proving to you that it's another way, that your brain and your intellect, they're not in tune, and, and, and the, the alarms are going off, and you cannot, it's not, a lot of times we can just red flag that and push it into the back of our minds. And that's why a lot of people live in delusion. But some people experience life so intensely that you can't even you can't shove it away. So you have to come to face with it. And people uh, uh, respond to that in several ways. Some that's where drug addicts come from. This is where psychopaths maybe turn to to killing people. Uh, different humans with different temperaments respond to this in different ways but what I'm getting at is I'm trying to sell you on something that I believe is good for your soul which is that approaching it and accepting it with responsibility is the correct way to weather that storm otherwise you risk your boat being turned over but there is a certain way to sail with the wind that you can make it through the storm without your ship capsizing you understand you keeping up with what I'm trying to say there I'm just trying to say that it's gonna it's not gonna be easy it'll never be easy that was never part of the deal that was an idea we got because I believe we were spoiled as Americans and Westerners but there's still even with our system there's still a lot of faulty leaks happening and there's there are a lot of potential hazards and I think it's best for our well-being for us to prepare for those hazards not to worry about them day to day but to recognize that we have responsibility we have accountability in the fight between what we do and what is done to us or what we what we do and what happens to us and as Alan Watts would put it what we do and what happens to us are the same thing we are what we do and what ha what happens to you is you that's your karma in a sense not like not karma in a sense that if you do one wrong then the universe is going to pay you that wrong back but more that you're driving in traffic right and you're riding someone's ass because you're upset that all of these cars are causing you a longer time to drive to your destination so you use your rage and you put it into someone else and you ride their ass which is pretty wrong to do then they flip you off and then you get twice as mad and now you're in a fight with someone and they don't back down so at the end of it something bad happens and you say it was their fault but was it really their fault or did you uh, misappropriately appropriately respond to your own rage and flick that onto another person inconsiderately and cause that situation to have happened to you? See what I mean? So in that light, we are responsible for what, what happens to us. And I don't think there's enough time spent on nurturing people who have these kind of traumas happen in their life when they're old enough for the, the world to kind of expect them to be a grown-up and an adult. So they don't give much room for you to express the, 
childlike emotions that you re recall to when you when you're in because when a trauma hits you go back to the the last thing that you know you run back to your mom there's a there was a psycho psych, uh, psych psychology study about warriors or not warriors but what am I trying to say soldiers in World War II when they would get to a position where they felt like they were gonna die some of them would say I want my mommy these are grown men who have seen war and taken the lives of another human being that when they felt like they were in a position that there was no way that their instincts could get out of so their intellect told their brain that hey this is it we have nothing else they 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 re retracted all the way back in their psychological state to their childlike I want my mommy so what I'm saying is, is that happens to humans when we experience traumas and it's okay to feel these emotions now it's not okay to sit in them and it's not okay to make them someone else's problem you still that's the difficulty of life we still have to find a way to pull it together go to work get your responsibilities done continue working out don't give up on yourself some days you will whatever make it more days you don't give on your, up on yourself than the days that you do that's what I'm saying you're gonna give up on yourself it's gonna happen but you have to just for your own well-being you have to make more days out of a week just to just for sake of keeping structure that you don't give up on yourself than the days that you do. Make it five and two, four and three, shit. And then challenge yourself to get out of your rut. And you have to do that by identifying, well, what's causing the, the rut? And maybe you're causing it, maybe someone else is causing it. And you have to give a, an honest, an honest evaluation of what's happening in your life. I decided that Oklahoma definitely wasn't helping because I had no nature to resort to, to get quiet and to get alone and to just watch the snow fall and the, hear the wind blowing through the pines and the mountain stream falling and crashing against the rocks. Those things are gentle to my soul and they help me sort out the challenges of life. So I decided Oklahoma definitely was not where I wanted to be. So, uh, and then I decided a lot of other things, but I'm just trying to, to help you understand what it can look like putting your life back together and making a decision to improve your future self, taking responsibility, overcoming the obstacles, getting on top of the mountain, fortitude. As my friend Paul Denner would say, you gotta have fortitude, always forward, never backwards. And in that, I found a rhythm of harmony within my, my soul. Something I want, a tune that I wanted to share with the world. And it's music, it's art, it's podcast, it's, 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 the, it's the several things I've tried to, to, to interpret what's happening inside my soul that I think other humans could relate to and benefit from. And as I get older, I'm just finding better uh, ways to accurately lay that on the table for someone to come and pick up if they want to later. And a podcast is a great way to do that. So I'll, I'll end this segment with another part of that song. And it just it's just what I decided or what I discovered is a better way to put it on the top of the mountain. So I want you to hear it because I want you to have an idea of what 
to look forward to, to discover in your own revealing of yourself at the top of your own mountain. See, when you get up there, there's no one. Remember I said, I'm, a, I'm happy on top of this mountain a long ways from home. Home is everything you know. Home is the philosophies that you were raised to think. Home is everything you were taught to believe about the world that's starting to sh shake a little when you hit bumpy roads and you realize maybe it's not as sturdy as you thought. Home is everything you once knew and home is your comfort zone. So physically, it was, it was Oklahoma. But it also was all of, it was Christianity. It was, it was the entire way that I had previously conceived life as a high school and middle school and student with, who had parents. So I didn't have to take responsibility. So a certain, there were, it was easy to, to conceive life in a general way because I didn't have responsibilities. I was still a kid. But as I became an adult, I realized certain adjustments had to be made so that I can continue on this journey and actually make it the distance. That's what home is. I'm happy on top of this mountain, a long ways from home. It's where I've wanted to be. You've got to get quiet. You've got to get away from the noise of your life. All of the people pulling on you, telling you what direction you to go, telling what they expect of you, telling you what you should do. All of that's good in, 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 in the nature of other humans wanting what's best for you. But you've got to understand that they don't know what's best for you all the time. There comes a point where you become an adult and you have to determine what's best for you, whether it's right or wrong in the future, because you have to put your hand on the stove to recognize it's hot. Otherwise, you won't know and you won't give your instincts a true chance to actually adapt to what the world really is. Your body and your conscience act like a computer and when you, ha you have to actually go and test life. You have to go fall and you got to hurt. You got to break a few bones now and then. To, to, to accurately calculate to your external world, which will position you to, be, to, to, to adapt to the present moment more thoroughly, more accurately, and more, um, with more, um, what's a good term to put? You'll be, be you'll, you'll, you'll be better off at overcoming obstacles, and since obstacles are inevitable in life, you're positioning yourself to have the best well-being. That's what I'm getting at here. So that's what it looks like. These are little bits and pieces of what it might look like in your life. But there's a lot of information that came out here. But basically what I'm saying is, is that I wanted to show you what it looked like in my life so that you might be able to bridge the gap to how it is looking or can look or might look in your life. And that what I found is that accepting the struggle and climbing that fucking mountain, there's something to be discovered at the top of that mountain. And I want to get you excited about that because then that, can, that might motivate you to really last the goddamn distance in spite of the punches you're going to have to roll with. So don't expect it to be easy. It's not going to be easy. That's not something they told us when we were kids. If they did tell it to us, they shout it to us condescendingly. It's not like they, they, they sat down and did it as if they gave a fuck about us. And that's the, those are the adjustments I'm going to make in my, the way that I progress sharing my philosophy on life. So anyways, what I discovered is going to play in the clip of this song that I, I recorded earlier that it's about to play, and I hope you find what you're looking for, but it, you, have to, you have to make adjustments, and life is full of struggle. So take some time and digest 
the darkness of reality. Um, Carl Jung said that basically you can't get to the peak of heaven without reaching to the depths of hell. And Carl Jung was a uh, amazing and well-quoted and referred to psychologist. Um, just the things that he discovered were breakthroughs. And what he's talking about is accepting our human nature. And I think that's a big pillar in setting yourself in the right direction. It's accepting who you really are. It's opening that hallway door to darkness that you've covered up with whatever your mind has covered up with to make it look pretty because you weren't ready yet to confront it. That's immaturity. That's the child in us. That's the boy that has to become a man. That's the girl that has to become a woman. That's where we stare down our obstacles and we say, and we, we, we stare the fucking dragon and we slay that bitch and we get the gold. And then you start realizing you can get what you want and what you own and take what you need. And it's, and this is why it's dangerous to live in a society because a lot of people do recognize that and they're taking advantage of other people. What I propose is that don't use it to take advantage of someone, but to be considerate of humanity. And I mean, take advantage where it's, it's just where you have to make an ethical judgment. But you're better off being aware that the world's like that so that you can adjust appropriately than to be led to believe that it's some magical land where people are going to protect you, where laws and rights exist. Laws and rights don't exist. When, when, when shit really hits the, the wall, like the bombing of um, Pearl Harbor, the air bombing, um, immediately after, all of the Japan, if you were an American and you were Japanese, but you were a citizen, you were forced into an internment camp. This is true American history. So all of their rights were taken. So what I'm getting at is that all of this, more or less, is an illusion. So just be careful and be cautious with how you approach life because life is not a dream, even though it can really seem like one. There are consequences of reality and you're better off approaching them accurately than continually deceiving yourself to believe that they're all pretty and all fairy tales and unicorns. So anyways, thanks for listening and that will conclude this segment. I hope something positive was gained from the time you've invested. See you later. I want to open up my soul It's bleeding anyway I need to fill this hole And show the world my pain And sing about my days Hoping that this phase is not just for me That we can do it together